Welcome to Sharing the Middle, where recovering perfectionists, overachievers, and anyone in the middle of a struggle come together to learn to embrace the messy middles of life. I'm Lacey, your fellow middler and guide, whose claim to fame this week is not winning an essay contest, but getting some really solid feedback, so we'll take it. This is my first mini-episode, and so this is the first time that it's just me talking to you, which really just means it's me talking in my bed to a computer. But just so you know, I'm imagining that we're just friends sitting down and chatting today and hopefully can learn a little bit more about me. And at some point I can learn a little bit more about you. So the mini episodes of Sharing the Middle are going to feature me. It's me and you. And I'm going to do a couple of things. First, we're going to read an essay from the middle so that you can hear my words from the middle brought to life. You're going to hear me give some advice on a topic, a submitted reader middle. And then last but not least, we're going to talk about things that I love which are really the things that are making me happy this week. So let's jump right in and read a little bit from the middle. Waiting in the middle. I am too impatient for this shiz. I would love to lie to you and tell you that I am so patient. I would love to tell you that I'm at one with the world and whatever comes my way will be enough. I'm not, and it isn't. You see, I'm a woman of action. I don't like to sit and wait for things to come. I like to make them happen. This is a really hard place to be when most of what you can do is lay and you have to rely on other people for big pieces of things, you know, like doctors or lab techs with results. But the impatience doesn't just apply to trying to decide what is going on with my body. My impatience is ever present. My current life circumstance has made my impatience a much bigger aspect of my life than I would like to admit. Impatience is nothing new. This is one of those sides of my personality that I try to keep hidden when possible, like my intense competitive side that pops up when any party game starts. But I am a snoop. If there is a present in my future, I want to know what it is. If there's a surprise coming my way, I want to find it out. I want all of the information possible, whether it ruins somebody else's surprise or not. My compulsion to know is just too strong. I'm sneaky too. My family is big on Christmas lists. We would make Christmas lists, give them to my mom every year to distribute to necessary family members who would be buying us gifts. My mom would end up with a folded pile of Christmas lists that she would cross off once she knew someone was buying a certain gift. Once I figured this out, I would sneak looks at my list, always folded next to the home phone with her purse, to see what gifts I would be getting and stay up to date on my progress. I know, I told you I'm not proud of this. If it makes you feel any better, my husband has now taken this aspect of my personality and really uses it to torture me. If there's a surprise coming my way, he just tells me there's a surprise and no more information. Ah. If he has bought me a present, he will tell me that he got one and then no more information because he knows I am a snoop and isn't a mother of five kids just trying to keep a dang household together. He knows I will find any low-hanging fruit. Technology has only aided and abetted my snooping ability and led recently to a letdown that has made me really reevaluate my relationship with waiting in the middle. Awaiting Amazon, a tale of woe. I am currently struggling with my ability state. There are terms that may apply to me, chronically ill or disabled, but I am still navigating the right terms. At the moment, I have landed on newly or temporarily disabled. 
I've discovered that by giving myself this status, I've also given myself permission to take the necessary actions to make my life easier. This means buying items that will help adjust my life to my current ability level. What elements can I introduce into my life that will make it easier and better? It all started with a desk. A desk that I could use while laying down. I had the technology, a desktop with a wireless keyboard and mouse. I just needed the infrastructure. I found what was the right desk, kept an eye out to see if there were any Black Friday sales on it, and there were. Yay! Then the countdown was on. My life would be able to commence again once I got my desk up and rolling. Literally, it's on rollers. I could start working towards making all of these ideas and dreams I have been thinking about become a reality. Tracking packages is the digital equivalent of my snooping. If you give me any access, I will take full advantage of it. The day game. It was being delivered. Not only was it being delivered, but it was being delivered on a Sunday, meaning that my sweet husband could assemble it for me and I could attack the new week with gusto from my laying down setup. My bed overlooks the street when the curtains are open. I love the natural light coming in and it just makes me happy, so they stay open most days. I can see cars coming up and down the street. I had the app open and I could see where the driver was. The Amazon driver was three, two, one stop away. I saw the van pull up, stop for a bit, and then pull away. No desk to be delivered. My driver going away was the equivalent of a kid having the ice cream that they patiently awaited for fall off of the cone the minute that they got to take a bite. So close, but no result. I cried. (laughs) My solution, my lifeline was lost. Now let's be real here. I know how ridiculous it is for me to cry over a delayed delivery. But the more I think about it, the delivery is such an apt analogy for many of the other things that I'm going through right now. The process of figuring out what is wrong with me is a long one. They're keeping moments of learning of what is not wrong with me. No, you don't have this list of things, but your labs here look healthy. Oh, heart looks great. Come back in six months. Yes, these each are good things, but each time it's like the Amazon driver pulling away again. No solution. No plan of attack. Stuck here again in the middle. The set could be seen for the middle, this little business I'm trying to build. With every post, newsletter, and email sent, it's like, maybe this is it. This is the one that's going to get the momentum going and feel like I am making the progress to show this was the right move. And there is no response, no new subscribers or followers to show that forward momentum. I wish I had some kind of magical, life-changing piece of advice to put here of how I'm going to overcome this. It's just not possible as I am still here with you in the middle. I will try to hope that it all works out just as well as my new desk did once it was finally delivered. You can see a sweet photo of my... uh... One of the biggest gifts you could ever give me is telling a friend, coworker, loved one, family member, anybody that you know that you think would enjoy the podcast about it. We're a little operation and just you sharing with one person will make a huge difference for us. So if you have some time today, take a minute, share sharing the middle with someone in your life and hopefully they'll start sharing the middle with us. And now we're going to do a little advice from the middle. So this is advice from me to a reader or listener submitted question. And the question today is, how do you stay positive in the middle of a struggle? 
I have written on this a little bit, but I, I think it's important to stop and talk about why do you think you need to be positive when you're in the middle of a struggle? You know, I, I am a person who is always on alert for toxic positivity. I don't know if it's just because naturally I'm a positive person that I don't want to be the annoying positive person. That's just like, everything's fine. Feel better. Move on. Da, 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 da. It's just that is not who I want to be. And in order to, to do that work of not being that person, I often have to question, why am I trying to be positive? Am I trying to be positive to lift my mood, to lift somebody else's mood? Am I being positive to mask other feelings? Because realistically, I do that all the time. And so I would say that if this is a question that you're asking yourself, really step back and think, why do you want to be positive? And, and there is no right or wrong answer here. It's just about sitting there and thinking about what you, your answer is. Because your answer can reveal a lot about your motivations and intentions. As far as ways that I stay positive, you know, I am always laughing at what is going on. Like today, I spent an hour in a rheumatologist's office and she was asking me all kinds of questions about what's going on. And she even she asked me something about like digestive, like how's your digestive tract? And I was like, it's great. Nothing's changed. And then I laughed really hard because I could see the joy that I gave myself of not having something wrong. <laughs> I, what a little win. You know what? I'll take that win. I enjoyed that win. And so really finding any of those wins where you can, I think is, is really important. And laughing when you can't, you know, I love to laugh at things. The things that I go through are ridiculous and I have to laugh at them. That would be my advice of finding positivity in the middle of a struggle. I really hope you find what you need. If you uh, would like some advice from in the middle, you can head to themiddle.com. We've got a form up and you can submit your question and maybe I will read it on air. Is that the right term? Air? Whatever. Okay. And our last part of sharing the middle today's mini episode is really just me talking about things that have made me happy this week. I'll be uh, very transparent that I'm recording this on December 15th. Your girl's working ahead. I want to make sure you got content, friends. Anyway, I literally just finished the Harry and Meghan uh, documentary. And I don't know if I would say it was making me happy, but I found it very compelling. Thoroughly enjoyed it. And it really gives you a lot um, to think about and challenge your biases and, you know, how do we know it's true and, and whatnot. I also think they're really cute. I'm pro Harry and Meghan. I think that may be controversial for someone. And if you choose to not like me because of that, I am very okay with that. Um, but I just really enjoyed it. And I also think it's interesting to think about our own families and our own lives in obviously not a palace saying we have to do things certain way, but 
there are a lot of entrenched, that's the word I'm looking for, entrenched traditions and whatnot that may not serve us. And so if they don't serve us, why are we using them? And I think that has a lot of value as a life lesson. The other thing that I'm loving right now, Real Housewives of Miami. I was not a fan and I've been watching it, obvi. And then as far as products go, I just got a new mascara. If you follow me on TikTok, you know I have very wonderful lashes and mascara is very important to me. And I recently got Maybelline's Lash Sensational Full Fan Effect Mascara and it is amazing. It truly makes me look like I am wearing false eyelashes. Now my eyelashes are long, they're not necessarily thick, so it does a good job of like filling them out. And I'm a big fan. So I did go ahead, I'm be real honest, your girl's got to make some money, friends. Uh, but I did go ahead and I do have it listed on the uh, middle website as part of our uh, products and links. If you would like to try it out, awesome. Use my link and maybe your girl can get paid. Who knows? Never buy anything that you don't actually want, though, please. That's just from me to you and probably why I'm not the greatest saleswoman. Anyway, thank you so much for joining me in the middle today. Uh, it was a pleasure to sit here and talk. And I genuinely cannot wait to hear what you think. So please, please, please reach out, let me know. Uh, and also, you know, I'm developing all of these different tiers for Patreon. So if there is a part of this that you like, or you're like, oh, it'd be so cool if we could get one of these every week. Hey, we can make that happen, friends. Maybe we can make it on Patreon. So that's the beauty of me doing this is that I can go my own way. I'm probably going to cut that out. That was really ridiculous. Anyway, thank you so much for being here. And I've really loved sharing the middle with you today. As usual, thank you for sharing the middle with me today. Remember to check out my writings at themiddle.com. That's the MDDL.com. While you're there, you can sign up for the weekly newsletter to get a little bit more middle in your inbox each week. I am a one woman show. So any bit of support means the world to me. I want The Middle to be as accessible as possible, so I have several ways for you to support. You can shop The Middle with some merch or my books, the Lacey Loves affiliate links and recommended products, Patreon for additional community and content, and I also just have a tip jar if you'd like to leave a tip. If you like today's show, also make sure to subscribe at your favorite podcatcher, share with a friend, and maybe even leave a five-star review. Thanks so much to Lemon Music Studio for our theme music. It is literally called sunshine, and that is certainly how it feels to me. Can't wait to see you in the middle again. Thanks for sharing the middle with me. As always, I hope you've been able to see a little bit of yourself in the story we shared today. Don't forget to follow, share, rate, review, and follow me on social media at Lacey Shares. You can always check out the Joyful Support Movement at JoyfulSupportMovement.com and see all of the amazing goodness we have there, like No Shame in the Home Game, Pops of Joy, courses, resources, and of course, 
the Joyful Support Village. All right, now go out there and spread some joy. <laughs>